Well, everybody, welcome into the Wiregrass High School Football Report brought to you by Digio Strategies. This is your weekly look at all things high school football and the Wiregrass. I am your host, Philip Jordan, the in-studio host and producer of Bethlehem Wolves Football on 96.9, The Legend. Welcome into this week's edition of the show. We're taking a little detour this week. Previous weeks, we've been interviewing coaches. Today, I am going to be joined by the voices of the Dothan Wolves on 96.9, The Legend, Jerry Coleman and Ken Lambert. Uh, we will jump to what the guys been off doing during the off season, what's been going on there. We will look back at the 2022 season. We'll look at the past five years. This is our fifth year doing Dothan Wolves football on 96.9. So we'll talk about memories, uh, takeaways uh, from those uh, previous years going into year five and look ahead to what the roster looks like and just previewing the 2023 season for the Dothan Wolves. But before we do all that, let you guys know you can find me and the podcast. You can find me on social media at PJordanSEC. The podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast. If you're on Apple Podcasts, please follow, rate, and review. Leave a review. I will read it on a future edition of the show. You can also listen to the show over at the Wiregrass Daily News. It'll be on the main page, and you can check out the sports section of the Wiregrass Daily News. And a little news on that, too. If you haven't seen some social media posts from me, new podcast coming up this Thursday over there in the Wiregrass Daily News. Wiregrass Daily News Sports. So a lot of Alabama, Auburn, Troy talk, and just some of the sports that matter to you in the Wiregrass. And that'll be available on all your favorite podcast platforms as well. You can also check this show out over on my YouTube channel, uh, the Philip Jordan Media YouTube channel. If you're watching the Wiregrass High School Football Report over there, same thing goes. If you leave a comment, I'll also read those on a future edition as well. And you can always email me at sports.philipjordan at gmail.com. Now let's jump to my conversation with Jerry Coleman and Ken Lambert. Everybody joining me this week on the Wiregrass High School Football Report, taking a little break from the coach interviews, bringing in two of my favorite guys, the voices of the Dothan Wolves on 96.9 The Legend. Uh, that is Jerry Coleman and Ken Lambert. And uh, guys, it's, a, it's good to see you, good to talk to you. Uh, when we get together like this before the season, we know the season's getting closer, but uh, I appreciate you guys coming on this week. Good to be here. Always good to talk to the king. <laughs> the king now, the king now, Jerry, the king of what? Uh, that, that's a dangerous question for me to ask, but I have to ask it. Well, the guy that keeps us on the air and keeps us out of the ditch, especially during football season. Let me just say that. Uh, what right. you do as the executive producer back at studio when we're on the road or even at Ripley Stadium, uh, kind of keep us in line and uh, kind of keep us uh, on, on task. Let me say that. I try my best. I try my best. I guess the less y'all hear from me is the best during the broadcast because then, you know, nothing's going wrong. If you hear from Philip, it's like, uh-oh, what's happening? What's going down at the studio? Oh, uh, and I'll let everybody know this, too, as well. I usually uh, ask you guys, but well, I'm going to present this. Uh, if you want to follow Jerry and Ken on social media, on Twitter, uh, Jerry is JWColeman10 and Ken is Ken for sports. Of course, we'll be firing up that uh, that Dothan Wolves Radio uh, Twitter account here again soon too, as well, right? That's right. That's right. We uh, get a lot of information. It's it's fun to watch the athletes during the off season, all the seven on seven and the camps that they go to. So we try to follow them there, and uh, hopefully, a lot of our 
lot of the uh, Wolves fans will do the same. But yeah, that's our spot for uh, all things Dothan Wolves football. Yeah, it is kind of cool too, and and it's like one of the things too. It's like it's year round. It's not just okay. The season's over. You don't see or anything from the players. It's it's one of the deals now where this 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 thing is year round with what they're doing. Yeah, and we're seeing Philip talking about you know people that we follow, especially uh, kids now, are, are you know getting their kind of on Twitter page saying what's going on with them, whether they've taken a visit, taken a camp, uh, got a call. Uh, you know, it's kind of it's kind of good just to keep up with you know what's going on in their world, especially let's say after Thanksgiving. You know, so you can see phone calls start making, visits start making, and and it because it's, it's a big decision time for some of these kids. Yeah, it is. It is. It's a busy off season for uh, for all of them and everything they got going on. And as as we usually do when we do this uh, in the in the preseason talk i guess you would say i always like to ask you guys what how's your off season been uh, we still we still communicate here and there throughout the off season but i guess start with you jerry uh, how's the off season been uh, over your way well it's, you know it's been work it's been uh kind of a little bit of pleasure but uh kind of keeping up with uh, really all sports and things going around the school system in dothan uh it, but especially all high school sports at dothan just kind of seeing you know what what kids are doing what they're looking at some that play multiple sports um, and and just kind of kind of keeping up with uh, Wolves Athletic, kind of kind of in the off season, even through the summer, um, they've got a lot of things going on. If you if you follow anything at Wolves, you're gonna see a lot of uh, volleyball going on right now, some soccer going on, basketball camps, uh, and you know just it just it, it's it's a year round sport, especially in seven A athletics. No matter how you look at it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, how about you, Ken? Yeah, same. I, I enjoyed uh, keeping up with with the Wolves. Obviously, they've had the you know off season for football, but basketball has done well. Baseball, girls softball, it's, it's been fun to follow those guys. And and uh, you know, like Jerry said, you're playing in seven A, and it's always very competitive there. Otherwise, sports wise, I, I'm kind of locked into the Braves right now and, and enjoyed their first half of the season. They're on fire. Uh, it's almost uh, the expectation is. If they lose, like, wow, what happened? You know, they're, they're just, uh, really playing well. So excited about the second half. Uh, on the personal side, been great because uh, I've got a new grandson back in March. So uh, I've had, uh, as we've mentioned before, two girls, older girls up and married. And uh, and my first grandchild was a granddaughter, but this is the first grandson. So, you know, we we got a lot of trucks and uh, cowboy boots and, baseballs and those kind of things <laughs> looking forward to that and that is the uh the fourth member of this broadcast uh <laughs> making an appearance here on the wildgrass high school football report yeah that's the New doodles in the background. we haven't told you yeah about that's that. the doodles in the background that's right <laughs> that's right that's right we have a fourth member coming up this fall but uh congrats on, on that ken that's also that's also news to hear yeah thank you so uh, let's jump before we jump to this upcoming season, because, you know, for us, it's kind of like the season ends and, you know, that's kind of it with Dothan the Wolves, you know, after they lost to Auburn in the playoffs. So and I'll start this one off with you, Ken. Uh, when you look back at 2022, what stood out? Why was uh, Coach Kennedy able to turn around the Wolves in one year? Well, I think there's a lot of answers uh, that we can give to that question and, uh, I, I mean, it starts with culture, and I think when we started talking to him and just him uh, him loving on those guys and, and really, I think, requiring 
some discipline out of those guys. And he set that up front. It wasn't something that, uh, you know, was necessarily a big change, but he said, these are the expectations and uh, this is what we expect out of you. And, you know, we're going to, we care about you. And he did some things to, to take care of those guys. Uh, you know, he talked about the feeding program and all the things that he pulled together. He's a very organized coach. We've seen that through the year. I think that's one part of it. Uh, he was also able to get, uh, you know, a lot of guys out that may have been walking the halls that haven't played before, or played other sports. I think that was a big part. You had a huge turnout, I think probably more uh, on the roster than we've seen in our years doing this. And um, and the other thing is you had some talented players, obviously. Um, and, and he was able to do something unique, at least unique for us in the single wing offense. And that gave uh, a little bit different look for some of these teams they haven't seen before. And, and uh, you know, he, he put together the offense, uh, the, the, the talents that he had. And, you know, when you, when you have somebody like a Raymond Blackman and, and just a playmaker that can uh, change the game, you know, just by handing him the ball one time and, uh, as well as, you know, so many other guys that we'll talk about, I'm sure, here. But, uh, you know, there's there's multiple reasons, I think. But uh, all those came together. And, you know, we had the we had the, the ball bounce our way a couple of games. I, we'll talk about those as I think back. Some of those games were really tight. And um, so you got to have that to have a good season, I think. How about you, Jerry? Well, you know, it, like Ken said, he, he brought the mindset in, you know, a lot of new staff members. Uh, that have been with with Coach Kennedy before in certain places and some he brought back from years ago. But, um, you know, one thing I look at is that senior class, and, and, and you know, Ken mentioned uh, Raymond um, Blackman is, you know, two, their sophomore and junior year, they went two and eight two years. So I think with a fresh start, fresh ideas, definitely a fresh type of offense – uh, that they could put their arms around because, you know, one, one thing we, we talked about um, uh, when, when Coach Kennedy came in was, you know, who's going to be the guy toting the football, mainly from center? You know, who's going to be your quarterback? He says, well, we're not determined yet, but it, in his style offense, you basically got four quarterbacks. Uh, so I think he built the offense around what he had. Now, you know, what we're going to see in year two, and we'll talk about that more later, is, okay, you've got, a, you've got 12 year, twelve months now into that new style of offense. What are we going to do year two? So, Yeah, you know, you feel like, you know, for him, he's got to be thinking, okay, we, we had a terrific first season, but in his mind, I wonder if he's thinking we were ahead of schedule. Yeah, and Ken, Ken and I made conversations. You know, we, we talked off off Mike about, you know, that, that three weeks of on the road. Well, that gives broadcasters a lot of time to talk, going and coming. And, you know, we, we, we played Carroll, and then and then we had uh, uh, Smith Station, uh, Prattville, and Auburn. And it's kind of like, okay, can we, can we come out of this two and three, three and two, and we look up, going into week six and we're four and one, you know, mm -hmm. and I think it goes back to, and, and, and I think coach Kennedy even said, you know, surprise if you, if you really talk to some of these coaches, and when I say coaches, I mean like uh, the Opelikas and, and the Prattles, uh, uh, they probably had a W marked by before the week even started. 
you know. So, like Ken said, we'll talk more about later. Is the ball bounced in the Wolves' favor, and and they they took it and ran with it. You know, and looking back too at uh last season, and I'll ask you guys this too, Jerry. You start off just uh, we talked about these uh, bounces going away. These. Tremendous finishes Dustin had, you know, getting into the postseason. Oh, what's kind of like the big moments or memories you take back from last season? You take away from well, last season. Well, you 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 know, Carol, you don't know you, you know they've got some skilled players. You don't know how they're gonna perform A against a new Dothan Wolves team. Uh, but they, you know, they had some great skill players. And and Ken, correct me if I'm not wrong, one of the coaches' kids at Carol was probably Time that probably one of the fastest athletes at the time in the state. Uh, yeah, and I, I had know, forgotten that, but yeah, yeah. That you mentioned. Yeah. And, and and you kind of you kind of say, okay, how can we you know collapse around that? Uh, but I think the 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 big turning point was you know right around the third week in September, the third game in Prattville, we had a long long rain delay, and you know cannot talking off off mic saying, okay, what team is going to show up? Because, you know, we've had 30-minute delays here, but, I mean, that was like an hour and a half to where they cleared out the stadium. And, um, you know, you bring in kids back and you say, okay, we're going to see. And all of a sudden, hey, that, that kind of changed the start of the season. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that one, Jerry. I, just going back through the schedule, you know, some of those memories pop back in my head. And that was a long – and it was a one where they knew the rain was coming, started clearing things off. And if I remember right, um, you know, we went into that. We were behind. We, we ended up winning the game 14-10. to 10, But you talk about everybody left. A lot of the Prattville fans didn't come back. And uh, so the game starts. And I think it was a fumble recovery. I, wanna, I don't know if it was Kendra Brewer. I forget who it may have been. But – you know, a long return for the touchdown to go up 14 to 10. And I think that was one that you felt like, all right, we – I don't want to say that they stole that game, but that was a very hard-fought game. You felt like you deserved that one. And that's one where, hey, we got the ball to bounce our way. And that, that was, you know, the, the flip of the coin it felt like because it was head-to-head. One of the low, lowest scoring games we played all year. All the other games easily in the 40s and, you know, both teams and – some shootouts like we had against Miss Station. Uh, so, you know, I think that was a big turning point, that Prattville game. And, and you you know, when when you're at home and, and you've got the facilities, let's say, for a home team to take a, a 90-minute break or whatever, but when you're on the road, you kind of wonder, okay, as a visitor, what's the environment that I'm in? I mean, you know, because normally you're in that locker room maybe an hour before the game, 20 minutes at halftime, and then you're on the bus coming home. But, you know, what, 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 what's – especially with the rain. I mean, you can only walk out and look at the cloud so many times and go back in. But, but as a teenager, I mean, really, as a teenager, what's going through your head? When are we going to get back on the field? And then it's, and it's coaches says, okay, we've got to set the mindset of warming up and picking up where we left over and do something different. Yeah, I'm, I remember that because, yeah, because then I have to play uh, 
radio DJ and uh, send us back to music for a good bit. I remember that. <laughs> That's uh, right. Check, checking in with you guys, see if we were going to get going. Uh, you know, we talked about memories from last season. And, you know, going in, I was thinking about this. This is year five of Dustin mm-hmm. Wills football on 96.9 The Legend to be our fifth year doing it, a uh, fifth year for the team since the consolidation. Uh, and I guess I'll start this off with you. Ken, just just looking back at you know we're going into year five, you know overall memories and thoughts, you know how we've it feels like just yesterday it was 2019 doing that first game, that kickoff classic game. Uh, it was a Saturday game for Dothan, and now look at it here, we're in year five. Yeah, uh, I mean it, to me it really goes back to the transition, the combining of both schools, and, and becoming the Dothan Wolves. And, and obviously, Coach Grider, when he came in, built up the excitement there and, and did a good job of kind of building some of that foundation, I think. And, and you know, the student body and the city was excited about that. And we remember, we're still playing 6A at that time. And mm-hmm. so, um, you know, then you transition to 7A and some of these teams that most of the fans are, were only familiar with of reading in the paper, uh, you know, the Centrals and the Auburns of, of the world. Now you find yourself playing in the toughest region uh, in, in this out there, and uh, every game is huge. So, yeah, I think you look over the years, and, you know, they've built on that. Now, now you see that continuing with some of the building that's, that's going on, obviously, with the stadium and the upgrades there, and now building on campus. And uh, so, you know, the, the discussions have been around, we're going to play 7A, let's build a, a 7A type program. And that, you know, it takes time. And, uh, you know, the, the prattles of the world that we talk about in the Auburns and Central Phoenix cities just didn't pop on the scene. This is something that they're kind of perennial. Every year you expect those guys to be in the mix. And they built that and deserve that. So, and I think that's, you know, Dothan is still on that upward climb. And, uh, it's exciting to, to think about, you know, where they could end up. I, I know that when we've talked to Coach Kennedy, he believes that's where we want to go. And, uh, we, you know, he – Last year, the big thing was, if you remember him saying, hey, we got to get stronger if we're going to play 7A. So they focused a lot in the weight frame. So there's still, I'm sure, those pockets of things like, we're going to work on this, and if we're going to compete here, here's what we're going to have to do. So there's still things they have on their radar, and so it'll just be fun to, to watch them to keep you know, progressing through that. How about you, Jerry? Yeah, you, you, you know, you, you – you look at Coach Grider, you look at his history, you look at where he'd been, you look at Park Crossing. They started a new school. They hire him. Uh, we called football games for Dothan Tigers then and go played them. And it was, you know, competitive when they only had 10th graders. 10th and 11th graders got a little stronger. 12th graders, they dominated when he had three years there. You know, so it kind of brought the right guy, right coach, right man at the right time when you're combining two schools. And I mean, you know, Ken and I can remember uh, as a view looking from uh, the broadcast booth at Rip Hughes, looking out there that first year and second year, and you're seeing a hundred plus kids dressed out and you look across the 50 and there may be 60, you know? So, and then of course that was the six, a phenomenal. And then like Ken said, you go to seven, a, you get hit in the mouth. Mm-hmm. Uh, because it is, it's, it's, they're used to it. It's the name you always have heard about. It's the name you will probably always hear about. And I'm talking about the Prattles, the Opelikas, the Central Phoenix Cities, and the Auburns. And, and, and when Ken said, you know, we're in the toughest region in the state, there's no doubt. I mean, 
the, the four teams that came out of this region last year in 7A went to Mobile, Baldwin County, and came back with four wins. And that's that's big. That, that's big when you're in a hot spot going against schools in Mobile County, going against schools in Baldwin County. Um, but it just, it just lets you know that not only, you know, it's a strong region, it's probably, I think, Ken, the largest region where we're one of only few that's got nine teams in that region. I mean, you know, most schools got seven. Some may have eight, but nine really steps it up because at the end of the year, you got five teams that are staying at home. Yeah. They're not making playoffs. Large in number of teams and, and in geography. There's a lot of travel yeah. miles in our region, too. plays a part as well. Yeah, that was the thing you knew last year. There was going to be a good team that didn't make the playoffs, maybe two. Because I remember last year going into the season, Coach Kenny talked about there's, there's six teams in this region going into last year that had made playoffs somewhere. Of course, you know, had some teams coming from 6A that were playoff teams, but still the competitiveness. I mean, it's, it's like, you know, obviously SEC country here in Alabama, it's like an SEC schedule. I mean, you're playing eight tough games. I mean, there's not there's not a break in there. Yeah, and I think Coach Kennedy, you know, uh, looking ahead, you know, Baker came uh, to Dothan. Of course, we have to travel there this year. Uh, and they were a contender last year as a – I think they ended up second uh, in their, yeah, region. Yeah, they made the Enterprise, Yeah, Enterprise had to go over there last year for the playoff to Baker and play them. Uh, so, you know, seeing that and then, of course – you know, we make that trip uh, back there this year. Uh, you know, uh, they, they brought a lot of kids, brought a lot of talent, uh, brought a lot of kids that, that, um, that you know, we'll see this, this fall on Saturdays, you know, that signed with other schools to play at the next level. So, Yeah, I think that Baker game, we talked about the uniqueness of single wing, and I think that was their – you know, that's what did them in. Uh, we won't have that luxury this year when we go down there. So they'll have that game film. And, uh, you know, I think the score 45-14, if I remember on that one. And, mm-hmm. you know, uh, they had a really good quarterback that really did not play well that game, but did the rest of the year. So, you know, a lot of those things where we snuck up on a few people, uh, that we don't have that luxury this year. Yeah, and, and- – you know, you, you brought the fact of turning of the tide. I think that game right there is when we saw a defense play one of their best games of the year against a top-rated quarterback. I mean, they they gave him pressure, uh, good coaching schemes, uh, good athletic ability. Uh, that our defense did a did a fabulous job against a, you know against a up-and-comer four four-star quarterback. So you know, looking in. That's coming up season, and Jerry, you attended the, the spring game uh, back in May. So uh, for you, you know, before we kind of jump into the actual season, but spring game, uh, what stood out to you uh, from the Dothan Wolves in that? Well, you 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 look at a lot of kids that played uh, a little bit uh, last year, and that that will start this year. Uh, you're looking to see if there's a Raymond Blackman out there. Uh, Tamarian Peterson uh, will probably be that guy this year. Uh, Tamarian didn't play in the spring game. I don't know. Uh, I, I, I talked to him during the game. I was able to go on the field and, and kind of walk around, and uh, he wasn't hurt. I think it's just something that uh, Coach wanted to hold him out for. Um, 
But, you know, you're going to have another year with uh, Sam Broadway at quarterback. You're going to have T.J. Vickers uh, in the in the backfield, uh, uh, Ty Alexander. Um, and uh, there's, there's one more. Um, uh, Ken, I know there's one more running back that uh, – Well, I had uh, uh, Zach – Zach Walker was one, and then uh, Braxton Morris was more of that H back that played. A lot well, of uh, watching watching some and, and communicating with them over the summer, Walker is going to go to defense. So okay. um, that's that's something that, that I just found out uh, uh, last last week. But uh, AJ Alexander, uh, Broadway in the backfield, uh, Peterson and Vickers. That'll be the four. Now you look at last year. You know we had five or six because uh, Blackman needs a break uh and we had so so i think the the big thing is um who's going to be that five and six in that backfield uh because uh, uh coach jones and coach kennedy's always gonna gonna kind of have that that guy back there that, that gives somebody a break so uh we're anxious to see who that five and six are but that's going to be that's going to be the four in the backfield uh defensively the good thing is uh philip we're going to have three of our five offensive linemen coming back uh, this year. So they'll be looking for two of those spots. Uh, and then defensively, you, you've got Ezekiel Scott on, on one end and you've got uh, uh, Mikael Lowe on the other end defensively. And, and I think we're, we're going to be real – well, let me say, I think we're going to be as good last year defensive back. Now, uh, who the other lineman and linebacker is going to be, I'm not sure. But, uh, but I think uh, – I'm, I'm, I'm optimistic uh, of what I saw uh, in the spring, defensive backwise and defensive endwise. Uh, of course, they, they played Rehoboth, who you know next year may be a, when they reclassify next year, may be a six A school. Uh, but uh, but I, you know Toby Green's there now. It, you know, be his first year, his first spring. Uh, so had a short time, short window to kind of work with with that group, but. Uh, but, but, yeah, uh, you know, and Ken mentioned, I'm sure he'll talk more about this, is, I mean, stronger and faster. And, and from what um, – from the spring on through the summer, uh, a lot of kids working out, uh, a lot of kids um, getting stronger, getting faster, uh, and in the type of offense that, that Dothan High runs, you're going to need that the latter half of the third quarter and the fourth quarter. You know, and I'll drag this one over to to you, Ken. Uh, talking about you know the defense, I was kind of looking at some players that they lost from last year's team. Uh, you, you brought up Kendra Brewer, who's going to Faulkner, had that big uh, play against Pratt for eighty yard uh, fumble, scooping score for the touchdown. Uh, but I also remember Corian Salter making some big plays last year yeah. as well. His name mentioned in a uh, uh, Kavion uh, Dury. That was another one. Uh, so kind of uh, they have players coming back, I know, but those are some names because it's like those players I remember, especially in the fourth quarter, I'd hear yeah. Jerry and Ken too as well. You guys would mention their names because they were somewhere near the ball making a big play. So replacing those uh, playmakers, you know, mm -hmm. I, I'm kind of yeah. curious what you think on that. Now I had uh, Kevion Dury as a junior. Did you have him as a senior? He's, okay, I was going off returning. the preview. Okay, yeah, okay, I was going off the preview. Yeah. Uh, I read from last year that lets him a senior. But okay, that's good. So you can scratch that off. The the host yeah, well, uh, did bad homework. No, I, <laughs> you know the, when you start out and do that, you realize some of those guys were misclassified until we figured out where they were. You know, we're kind of in that odd time where uh, we're just going off of paper what we knew to be the case last year, and that's mm -hmm. 
uh, you know, that's really where it's tough in, in high school football. But uh, since we're kind of talking about defensive backfield, that's where I think we'll continue to be strong. And you remember, I think Coach Kennedy and, and that whole coaching staff just did a great job. Think about how many players got into games last year. There were a lot of players that got some game experience. Defensive backs were one of those. So you had a, like a scene White who played a lot last year. And, uh, you know, there were times that he started if it was an injury or whatever. But I feel like defensive backfield is going to be really, really good this year. Uh, Jerry mentioned the the linebackers. You got a couple back, but they tend to be, if I remember, the more of the inside linebackers. You mentioned uh, Corey and Salter and uh, Torian Wilts and those guys. What I remember about them is they would hit you, but they were fast. They would cover, you know, sideline to sideline. So it would be interesting to see if we still have that speed. And then uh, defensively on the line, you're still strong up the middle, but you lose really two key players in Kendra Brewer and, and Ty Martin. We call their names their names a lot last year. But, you know, we're talking about, you know, in high school football because one thing we think about the offense, and we mentioned it last year on several of our, our broadcasts and, and on the coaches show as well, remember – that the seventh, eighth, and ninth graders who were running this offense as they played last year, they now also have a year under their belt and running this offense. They're comfortable with it. And uh, we, we always would try to talk about, hey, how's JV doing? How's ninth grade doing? And so there's some, uh, some players and some talent that's coming up. The other part of it is you can look at a, a guy that maybe was a freshman or even a sophomore last year and say, you know, he's talented. And you can take some of these kids and, and they do the off season now. They go to these camps, they're in the weight room, and they're just, you know, how young they are, they're just grow. And all of a sudden they come back their their junior year and you look and go, Who's that guy? No, that can't be that guy. You know, so you you're gonna have those players that it, to me is one of the funnest times of the year to think, Wow, who who knew? Who knew he was gonna be that player? Because they just develop and they just grow. And so you know, we can look at the paper of what we had last year and say, here's who's who's back and who we're missing. But you can never really uh, tell who those guys are going to – we're going to have four or five that are going to stand out that we never even thought that uh, they're going to be the players that they were. And that's always fun in all of high school football. That's just the age they are. And, yeah, and Philip, just looking at spring roster, I think um, we probably had about 42 to 45 sophomores probably 30 juniors and about 25, 28 seniors. So like Ken said, a lot of the, a lot of those freshmen last year, sophomores this year, they bring that offense. Uh, and there's, there's, there's a lot of kids out there. Yeah. And that's the good thing. You know, you look at the future, you know, it's good right now, but how's good, how much better is it going to be in the next couple of years? Uh, just kind of, and the last thing we're going to talk about here, the schedule. Uh, and it's kind of, and we were talking off air before we hit record. It's basically a flip of last season. Uh, and the way it starts, like the, the first half of the season, four of the five games are at home, reverse from last season. Carroll on a Thursday night. And then we have, they go to Percy Julian. People want to know who's that. Uh, formerly Lee. Uh, they uh, changed their name. And then you'll have home games against Auburn, Prattville, and Smith Station. So I'll start with you, Jerry. Just that first half, uh, what stands out to you? Well, you know, you don't want to look look past uh, first two games, but but Auburn's going to be kind of set the tone. Yeah. Um, you, you know, we, we talk a lot about this region. You, there, there's no weak break. 
except maybe in week one uh, because you're, you're playing a school that uh, a lot of kids uh, in the program know the kids in the Carroll program. But then, you, 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 you know, we, we start – when we say distant schools, you don't know a lot about them except what you see on film last year. Uh, Montgomery schools are, are – they, they flip a lot with kids moving in, moving out, moving around. Uh, so, you know, but, but to me, week three is going to be a, a big test. Uh, not saying the first two will not, um, but, but I think, uh, you know, luckily uh, Carroll home and then, uh, then, then you go to uh, Crampton Bowl, but then you got Auburn Prattville Smith Station at Repuse. And then we, uh, I'll let Ken uh, get, get your analysis on the second half. But that's when the uh, you guys will be uh, road warriors uh, for about four straight games. Luckily, there's an off week and enterprises in there. But you'll have at Baker to return. Y'all mentioned that earlier on here on the show. Then you go to Central Phoenix City, who, you know, a lot of times they are the at the top of this region. Uh, they are sometimes, and a lot of times, the class of the region. And then you go at Enterprise, big rivalry game. Off a week, then you have the matchup at Opalaka. We remember that last year when they came to Dothan. That was a big – that was basically was a playoff game. And then you close out with Jeff Davis. So, Ken, when you look at the second half of the season, what stands out to you? I, I tell you what, dude, when you look at that second half and on the road, it's uh, it's brutal. Uh, like I said, Baker, a playoff team last year, uh, I don't think we're going to sneak up on them. And so, uh, you know, even if you want to back up a little bit, you're like, well, Wow, if we can get past Prattville, then Smith Station was a shootout. Thank goodness they're coming to Dothan. Uh, never like to go play up there. Uh, but now you, if you can get through those, you've got to get on the road. And uh, I don't know. I, I don't want to be – I don't want Baker to be that game that uh, you're like, oh, well, they're not in our, our region. And, oh, we got Central coming up. I don't want us to overlook that. And I don't think uh, coaches are going to allow them to do that. But that's going to be a pivotal game. Uh, to, to go ahead and, and get the W there. And then you got to got to look at Central. I mean, my goodness, you, you, you have to think back last year. Uh, that was a really good game here in Dothan, if you guys remember that. We had them scared. Yeah. We lost that one 35-28, but we had them on the ropes there for a while. Uh, but then, you know, they go and they lose to Auburn in the playoffs. Uh, that was a, if you remember, that was a really good game. I think most of we listened and texted back and forth that night. They lose to Auburn 14-13. Of course, Auburn goes on place in the championship game. So that's one that, you know, to me, it's the Auburn game and the central game is where you kind of test how are we doing in this region? How are we progressing? And uh, so that central game is going to be huge. And I think the enterprise game. Oh my goodness! Uh, you, we kind of got embarrassed last year. We, we thought we were we were ready for them, and they uh, well they just uh, they beat us down at home. And so I think that's going to be a rivalry more than ever will be a big part there. So that's three straight games on the road. Like you say, Enterprise is close, and then you're going to really need that break on the October the twentieth before you go to Opelika because um, they're going to have just how we felt about the enterprise game. You know, they feel that way about us in that one. So there is no, there is no break here. Like uh, Philip, you compared it to the SEC. Just when you think you might get a breather, be careful. That would be the one that's going to, going to be on your, on your schedule as an L pretty quick, but all of them are so important. And, you know, the old saying, we just take them one week at a time and, and that's all you can do. And, you have to get better every week. 
and uh, that's the good thing. The bad thing is you play Auburn early on, like we did last year. Uh, the good thing is some of the tougher parts of your schedule back-to-back are later in the year. So uh, you have to continue to improve and hope everybody stays healthy. But, man, oh, man. And I'm sure Coach will echo that just like you did last year. Guys, this, we said it earlier. This is the toughest region in the state that we're playing in. And you got to bring your A game every week. Yeah, there's no Vanderbilts on this schedule, for, no, for sure. No, and even the Carroll game, a smaller school. If you remember last year, we kind of got off to a slow start there. We mm-hmm. had a good second half, but uh, there were a few people scratching their head early in that game, and Carroll played us tough. So uh, everyone's important. Yeah, Coach Plot does. He's a good coach. He has a well-coached yeah. team over there, Carroll. So, uh, guys, you know when, when we play in this, I told you guys twenty minutes. We've gone about thirty-five <laughs> minutes here. Uh, any anything else uh, as we kind of uh, close up this conversation? You know, I, I went on campus uh, one day last week. This week is is what Coach Kennedy calls a dead week. It's it's All-Star Week, the week of the 17th. So uh, they won't do anything this week. They'll come back uh, next week. But the, the first day of really organized, getting everybody together, is going to be August the 4th, which is a Friday. And then you look up and you've got basically one day less than two weeks and you're going against Carroll. Uh, facilities, I think, are, are looking great. Uh, guys are out there working uh, every day. Uh, and, and, you know, Ken and I have been through the state seeing a lot of these 7A schools and their facilities, and it's good to see Dothan saying not only are we going to put 7A in our path, we're going to try our best to get the facilities to match up with 7A schools in all sports, in all sports. Mm-hmm. So. Philip, I was going to say, you know, we, we talk a lot about this single wing offense, and, uh, but I did flash back and, and I remember Coach Kennedy saying, look, this might be our base offense, but we're going to we're going to modify and change this offense based on one, the talent that we have and who we're playing. And, you know, there were times last year where, you know, we, we split out some receivers wide and, and go four or five wide and, and throw the ball a little bit. So. You know, uh, he's going to take a look at uh, the talent that he has back there. It, it's hard to replace a Raymond Blackman as far as a playmaker, but we've got plenty of running backs, especially people in the backfield. You know, uh, so I, you, we could see something different. That's going to be, you know, the base offense, but who knows? Uh, we could throw it around a little bit more. We might see something different game to game. And I think that's that's just good coaching, smart coaching. So, you know, we'll we'll see how that develops, and that's why you need um, you know to get off to a, a good start against a Carroll, just to kind of see. You know, you can do those those fall practices or, or those summer practices, uh, two a days, and it's hot. But then you really don't know how a lot of these guys are going to perform until you know the lights come on, and in this case on a Thursday night. And uh, hey, we do it in practice. Now let's see what happens when we when we uh, start the clock blow the whistle and you do it you know live so uh that's what makes it so fun that's why we love it so much yeah absolutely i cannot wait uh till the season uh that on august 24th when we uh we go live at 6 45 on that thursday night or 96 9 the legend i'm really looking forward to it i've been looking forward to this conversation you guys getting to connect once again the three of us just uh talk ball for a little bit it's, that's always fun and i appreciate you guys coming on Uh, this week's edition of Wiregrass High School Football Report and ready for the season.
Glad we could be here, Philip. Thanks so much for the time. All right. Once again, thanks to Jerry and Ken for jumping on with me this week on the show. Cannot wait until August 24th when we do the first game on I-69 when the Dothan Wolves host the Carroll High Eagles. That'll be a Thursday night game. So looking forward when they kick things off in game one. And that's going to do it for this week's edition of the show. Probably back to some coach interviews next week. Just keep an eye out for next week's episode of the show. Remember, once again, you can follow me on social media at PJordanSCC. Podcast is on all your favorite podcast platforms, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast. Please follow, rate, and review. Leave a review, and I will read it on a future edition of the show. You can also check out the show over at wiregrassdailynews.com. It's on the main page and also on the sports tab on the site. You can also watch the show over on YouTube at the Philip Jordan Media YouTube channel. Hit the subscribe button, hit the bell for all notifications, and leave a comment on the video. And I'll read those on a future edition as well. And you can always email me at sports.philipjordan at gmail.com. And like I said, that's going to do it for this week's episode. Look forward to talking to you guys again next week as we continue to count down to the 2023 high school football season. Till next time. Bye-bye.